at most maybe we're just brand loyal, but we're not truly faithful to him the way that a good employee is faithful, the way that a good spouse is faithful, the way that a good friend is faithful. You are listening to the Hope Valley Podcast, a weekly production of Hope Valley Church in Winchester, Virginia, with your host, Pastor Sam Rogers. Well, hello and welcome to Sunday Morning with Hope Valley Church. I'm Pastor Sam, the lead pastor here at Hope Valley, and today we're finishing what has been a six-part series on the topic of worship. Now, in these last three lessons, we have really shifted the angle on this topic and have been looking at our hearts. And specifically, we've been learning some of the characteristics we need to cultivate in our hearts in order to become true, authentic worshipers of God who worship Him freely, not out of tradition or obligation, but from a genuine love and appreciation for who God is and what He's done. You know, the word cultivate has really been key to this idea of working on the condition and the readiness of our heart for worship. Because it's really a lifelong kind of work that takes consistent effort, thoughtfulness, and care. We've talked about cultivating thankfulness in our hearts. We've talked about how to properly guard our hearts, you know, the way that a gardener cares for a garden. And today, we're going to be talking about cultivating faithfulness in our hearts. And it's really important to understand what faithfulness really is, because it's so much more than just loyalty. Like, God doesn't just want us to be loyal. He wants us to be faithful because he is faithful. What am I talking about? Okay, well, let me use the analogy of my role as a husband and a father. You know, saying that I am faithful to my family means more than just saying that I don't have another family somewhere else, right? It means more than just my relationship with them is exclusive. Although, that is a big part of what it means to be faithful. But, we understand that if I'm a faithful father, if I'm a faithful husband, then it also means that my family gets my time and my investment. It means that I have duties and responsibilities to them that I honor and keep. When we say that someone is faithful, we mean more than just that they don't cheat, right? That word means more, like, you know, they're hardworking, they're diligent, they serve well. A faithful employee does their job well and shows up on time. A faithful friend has your back and checks in on you. And when the Bible calls us to be faithful to God, it's talking about all of those things as well as being loyal to Him. But the problem is that too often we aren't faithful to God. Really, at most, maybe we're just brand loyal to him, right? Like, he is our God, we love Jesus, we don't believe in other ways to heaven, etc. But we're not truly faithful to him the way that a good employee is faithful, the way that a good spouse is faithful, the way that a good friend is faithful. And in doing so, we take God for granted and we neglect our relationship with him. Then, of course, 
we wonder why we have a hard time hearing him speak to us or seeing him work in our lives. The problem isn't him, right? The problem is us. We are unfaithful. We go to other things to find peace. We look to other people for comfort. We go to the easy, cheap uh, things of the world for pleasure. We look for people who agree with us when we want advice. We allow so much to compete with God for our affections and our hope, our joy, and our security. Can I just get really graphic for a minute and paint you a picture? It's like adultery. When we are unfaithful to God in the ways that I'm talking about, it's like we're cheating on a spouse who has been nothing but faithful and honest to us for the entire relationship. It's not just unfaithfulness. It's unfaithfulness to someone who is perfectly faithful. And that should wake us up. It's okay even if it makes us feel a little ashamed, frankly. We should be ashamed. But then we need to change. And that means walking away from our adultery and becoming faithful. Like we see a picture of this in the Apostle Paul's letter to the Philippians. In this passage, Paul has been talking about the things that he used to value, the things that used to identify him and give him a sense of purpose and belonging and pride. And then in chapter 3, verse 7 through uh, verse 11, he writes this, I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ, for God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him, sharing in his death, so that one way or another, I will experience the resurrection from the dead. You see, Paul made a decision that Jesus holds a higher value than everything Paul had loved and cared about before. And so he made the decision to reject it all and be faithful to Christ. And the clear connection he makes is that his faithfulness was both inspired and empowered by the faithfulness of Jesus. And that is key because God is the one who demonstrates for us what faithfulness looks like and then inspires us to be faithful also and actually enables us to be faithful by giving us His Spirit and transforming us. But we have to submit to that process. Like Paul demonstrates, we must choose to be faithful 
and God will take us from there. So that really is my challenge for you today. Don't just be faithful because I'm telling you that you ought to be. Be faithful to God because God is faithful to you. We each have to face the ugliness of our unfaithfulness to God and ask ourselves, are we okay with that? Doesn't God deserve your faithfulness? Like, hasn't he earned it a million times over when he, you know, he really didn't even have to in the first place? But think about what God has done for you and what he freely offers you. Compare that to what you've been cheating on him with. Does that make any sense? No, it doesn't. Let the beauty and wonder of God's faithfulness stir you up today and get serious about the things you need to walk away from in order to be faithful to God. So today's assignment is I want you to write down three things that you are struggling with surrendering to God. Now, you don't have to turn these in to anyone. This is just for you to be really honest with yourself about. So be honest with this question. And once you have these three things written down, ask yourself this follow-up question. How can guarding your heart against the things that you listed last week, do you remember those things, you know, those unhealthy uh, things that you, you, know, you listed last week that I encouraged you to identify? How can guarding your heart against those things um, you really help you surrender to God the three things that you've just listed today. And once again, I promise you, there really is a connection there. Even if it doesn't seem obvious, it's there. So take the time that you need to think about this and pray about this. You know, a faithful heart is a heart that can freely and joyfully worship because it is a heart of a person who has learned to find joy and peace and love and their Father God. God is so good. And when we learn to be faithful and let Him meet our deepest needs, then we find health and contentment and protection against stress and anxiety and fear. Like, believe me, I'm not overselling it. It's really true. So, to help you with this, I have some questions that I really encourage you to pray about this week. Bring these questions to God and let Him speak to you and show you things that maybe you're not seeing. The first question is, in what ways have you been unfaithful to God lately? The second question is, what needs uh, do you need to start letting God meet in your life? And the third question is, how can you show faithfulness to God this week? All right, well, I really am glad that you've taken this time today, and I pray that you would experience God's love and faithfulness in a new way this week, and that the Holy Spirit would stir up your heart in response to His goodness. May God bless you and fill your heart and your home with this peace and joy and bring health and growth 
in this new year. All right. Well, we love you. Be blessed today. We are so glad you have joined us today. To learn more about Hope Valley Church and get access to free resources, just go to www.hopevalley.church. Hope Valley is a church based in Winchester, Virginia that meets in homes around the region. So if you'd like to find out more about home churches, how they work, and how to locate one near you, just go to hopevalley.church house. Thanks again for joining us and may God bless you today.